Good morning and welcome to AC23. I'm your host, Pam Bordelon, and I have a really special guest in the in with the studio this morning. His name is Brandon Balajay, and he is one of our teaching artists, and he is going to be conducting the most unusual art explosion camp that the Arts Council has ever had. It's going to be Bug Boot Camp. Welcome, Brandon. Oh, thank you. It's so nice to be here. What can you tell us... Um, what is Bug Boot Camp? What is that going to be entail? Well, it's going to be super fun to start with. It's all hands-on educational. We get uh, the name thinking about bugs because insects and bugs are so special. Mm-hmm. But it's really the the point of departure for where we're doing like basically a nature-based camp. Okay. So each day the kids are going to have a different focus, whether it's insects and then the next day it's going to be birds and the next day it's going to be fishes and things like that but all has to do with environmental quality so we talk about fishes we can then talk about water quality we talk about birds we can talk about air quality and etc etc so the um lots of hands-on learning and doing okay okay so it's not often that you think of the term artist and scientist in the same phrase, but you you are both. So how did that how did that evolve and come about? Well, sure. Um, so yes, I'm a professionally both a, a professional artist and a professional biologist. Um, as a scientist, I'm a frog guy working in the fish lab at Tulane University. Okay. Uh, though I'm also did my postdoc in the fish lab at LSU, um, and so. For me, how it came about is I just uh, always had a strong interest in both art and science. Like I had lots and lots of pet fish and turtles and frogs and whatnot growing up. I had my own kind of wet lab. Um, In fact, I had so many aquariums, my my parents moved me to the basement because they were afraid that the the floor was going (laughs) to cave in. Um, But I always drew them. So I was making scientific observations, okay. but I also drew them and made sculptures about them. And then by the time I became a, a teenager, I knew that somehow I wanted to do both. Okay. And it was not a, uh, the easiest path to find like <laughs> academically, Yeah. but I feel like young people, they can always find a way as long as they follow their passion and interest. Okay. And so that's really like um, our explosion camp is going to be hands-on art and science and mm-hmm. doing. Okay, yeah. so you you talked about having fish and stuff and dealing with frogs. Did you grow up in a rural environment or were you a city boy? I did. I did. I grew up in a very rural environment in East Tennessee and then Central Ohio. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So what was that? What was that like? Were you just like always outside digging? Yeah, and, and I was always and, out <laughs> catching stuff and fishing and just like. Um, I always was very inspired by nature, and that's part of what I try to do with um, my educational programs with youth now is just to get kids, which are increasingly disconnected from nature, out in and discovering the natural world and playing and catching things and getting dirty because it's really good for their immune system. It's really good for their development and all those kind of things. You know, I used to feed my baby sister dirt out of the the sandbox, (laughs) and and we did good. You know, we didn't catch everything that came down the pike. We had had all this immunity built up. That's it. (laughs) Okay, so um, how did you end up in Louisiana? Well, Louisiana has always been a special place for me since I was a little kid. Um, my my granny and my aunts from East Tennessee, once once every couple of years, they'd come to New Orleans, go to the French Quarter, and put on fancy hats and eat a bunch of seafood. And I always just thought it was such an exotic place. <laughs> and I thought, oh, this is crazy. And, it, and I mean, it is subtropical. And I always loved it. I didn't know I'd ever live here. 
But then during the Deepwater Horizon oil spill, I did a bunch of volunteer work and met a bunch of folks. And lo and behold, like years later, we have a little boy and he doesn't like living in New York City. He comes to Louisiana. He catches a catfish bigger than him. He freaks out and loves it. I love it too. And my wife yeah. is a native French speaker. Okay. So we ended up in the, Ac- the Acadian area. Okay. okay. So we live and we have our own little nature reserve and nonprofit called okay. Atelier de la Nature uh, in Sicilia. And uh, so we do nature programs there, too. And so we just kind of fell into it and and jumped in and and love it here. Okay. Yes, you did mention subtropically. So you've experienced several summers in South Louisiana. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, a lot of it is about laying around doing nothing, which is enjoyable, too. (laughs) (laughs) So tell me a little bit about this um, atelier nature... Atelier de la Nature? Sure. So that's so in our area, about 40% of people still speak French at home. So Sicilia is more of a Creole village, mm-hmm. and Arneville is more of a Cajun-speaking village, but both French. Mm-hmm. And so um, our program, we do programming in, in French, English, and now more in Spanish to allow accessibility. Okay. But what we did is we moved here seven years ago. We bought a little house that had nine acres of soybean fields, and we took out the soybean field and started planting. So historically, our area were prairies. Okay. So we actually had bison here and elk and red wolves and all these different species. So what we've been trying to do is recreate some of those historic habitats. Okay. So planting prairie plants and putting in nature trails and we planted a whole bottomland hardwood forest. Okay. Um, and then later we acquired another 16 acres. So we're about 25 acres of nature reserve and wow. we're working over and over again to kind of renature it and introduce native plants, but do that with the community okay. and do it as a community space where people are able to come and feel like they can learn stuff, but also have fun. And we have, uh, yeah, you just have to come visit. I think so. I, th- I think my grandchildren and I need to come pay you a visit. That sounds like a lot of fun. So um, one of the things you're known for is Love Motel for Insects. Now that just has a sassy little name it to it. It does. It does. <laughs> so um, insects are really special. I mean, it, they're they're one of the most diverse groups of of life of animals on the planet. Arthropods are really interesting. They're super ancient. They've been here hundreds of millions of years before the dinosaurs. Basically, about seventy percent of our food is tied in with some kind of insect or arthropod service, whether that's pollination or, or providing decomposing to allow plants to grow. Mm-hmm. So they're very, very important, and, and they're often misunderstood. Okay. Um, we think uh, When we think of bugs, first thing we think of here, Squish especially it. mosquitoes, <laughs> right? And then probably cockroaches. And if you're in New York City or some other city, it's probably a bed bug. Yeah. But that's a tiny little fraction the vast majority of insects are out there just doing their own thing and benefiting us because of what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, so through this series of sculptures or public artworks, I call them trans-species public art. So it's really art uh, that is monumental for humans to see. Often they're inspired by the shapes of butterflies or other insect species, but then they use ultraviolet light to attract insects. Okay. And so it's really like the insects come, they meet other insects, they make more insects, and I invite people to watch. Okay. And so the 
the idea is to inspire people about a side of nature that they usually uh, aren't paying attention to. And yes, as you say, they're squashing them. Yeah. And so fortunately, we're going to be building one of those here in Baton Rouge, which I'm super excited about. So right in the middle of the Renoir Cultural District and the residents in that community decided last week they'd like me to design it based on a, a... a Eastern Tiger Swallowtail, which is a really beautifully shaped butterfly that lives right okay. here in Baton Rouge. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I didn't know about that butterfly. So I think art, art explosion for those of you, if you've got children that are going to be out driving you crazy uh, over spring break, you need to bring them to Bug Boot Camp. It's going to be a whole lot of fun. It runs the week of uh, the Monday after Easter. I believe that's April the 11th, that whole week. So there's going to be a lot of fun stuff to do. We have early drop-off and late pickup. Uh, You can get all the information on that at arts, A-R-T-S-B-R dot org. And there are scholarships available. And you can just, the website will walk you through the process to do that. Uh, But tell me a little bit, you you talked about your wife, and she's like a a foodie type person, she and y'all think is. you guys incorporate some of that into what you do? That's it. Yeah. So at the Atelier, we do art and science, so visual arts and the arts, mm-hmm. and that also includes cooking. Okay. Because a big special part of our, our, you know, our cultural heritage in Louisiana is food. It's, yes, it is. And so she's very interested in food education, whether that's nutritional value, but also ecological sustainability mm-hmm. when it comes to food. So the kids are going to get to make their own sodas, but they're going to make them out of natural ingredients that are healthy instead of bad for you. So okay. instead of um, instead of using corn syrup, they're going to use honey, fresh honey from our bees. Okay. And so um, and also different. Uh, fruits and herbs that are going to give it different flavors instead mm-hmm. of using some of the dyes that would be a normal soda. Um, she's also going to let them taste insects. Okay. So insects are edible. I have um, eaten a cricket. I will confess. So I have crickets. eaten a chocolate-covered tr- cricket. <laughs> <laughs> Good. So they're going to get a chance to eat bugs, and people say, oh, bugs. But we eat mud bugs anyway. But it's a whole other side yeah. of thinking about a source of protein that's been shown to be healthier in lots of ways than a lot of the ways that we get protein now. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just like, it's a fun factor. The kids can dare themselves to see how many crickets they can eat. Yeah. Yeah. Or how many scorpions, however, whatever. Whatever, whatever crunchy critter you got. Huh? That's it. That's <laughs> well, you know, down here in South Louisiana, it shouldn't shock anybody that you might eat a cricket or an insect because we eat all kind of strange things. That's it. Mud bugs. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's it. So how important is it to teach our young people the importance of blending art and nature and, and learning about the science of bugs and how they, you know, they're not just something you step on on the sidewalk. They do have an integral part in sustainability in life. Sure. Well, I think it's vital. I mean, one of the things that's really special about being alive at this moment in history is is being aware that we have so many challenges environmentally and socially and trying to think of creative ways that we can deal with those. And we realize they're not science problems. They're not art problems. They're human problems. Mm-hmm. And as humans... Fundamentally, we are we are artists and scientists every day of our lives in yeah. different ways. We approach things through the lens of poetry. We are, we're emotional creatures, yeah. but at the same time, we're analytical. So just recognizing that side that's already in us and nurturing it and realizing it's not the same thing, but it's, it's quite um, complementary. Mm-hmm. And I think 
increasingly, we're realizing that we want to go from STEM to STEAM. If you're not familiar with what STEM yeah. is, guys, it's science, technology, engineering, and math. And there's a whole new field which wants to introduce the arts to, to that. that. Yeah. To realize that that, you know, it's helping to nurture that. creativity. Yeah. I've, I've said more than once that a world without art, without music, paintings, dance, I, I don't want to live in that world. It would be a very sad place. Sure. So we need we need those elements. Absolutely. All those elements. So what can, what, um, you, you mentioned drawing bugs. What is your favorite art medium? How do you, how do you express yourself that way? Oh, geez. All kinds of different ways. Um, I do, you know, I, I paint and I draw. I use unusual materials. I've been working on a series of paintings where I'm using oil from Deepwater Horizon, oh, wow. actually, to make okay. portraits of, of fishes that live in the Gulf of Mexico, some of which are currently either very rare or missing. Um, but I also use lots of different materials like the, the Love Motel for Insects that we're building down in the Renoir Cultural District. That's going to be aluminum and steel. But then when I start that process, it's based on just my drawings. I'm going to visit the LSU Entomology um, Museum mm-hmm. and make some drawings there of what the tiger, the eastern tiger sw- t- swallowtail looks like. Yeah, And then take the patterns from that. Um, draw those, scan it, and then have those made into files that then can be used to laser cut that same exact pattern from that one insect oh, wow. okay. into a giant scale. Okay, yeah. fun. Yeah. Kind of cool. So you are a teaching, you are one of our teaching artists, and uh, this week you've been out at Ryan Elementary. So tell us a little bit about what you've been doing out there. Oh, it's been great. The kids have been great. They've been crazy. We've all been crazy together. We're doing a whole thing about bugs and amazing arthropods. And um, just, it's been really fun. What I, I've, I've built this little portable natural history museum. So it's like a little um, sea chest that's retrofitted with fossils and deep sea isopods and all kinds of like local butterflies, like it's insect collections. Okay. And so I bring that to the school and I talk to them about what bugs are and why they're important and just mm-hmm. the same kind of conversation we're having now. But I try to get them really inspired to think about adaptation and how there's so much diversity. And then they're doing insect portraits. Okay. And those insect portraits we're going to use to make into a coloring book. So also at our explosion, it's the same idea. We're going to have the kids be doing some drawings so that later down the line, we can take some of those drawings and incorporate them into a coloring book. Okay. Especially just uh, Baton Rouge has over 80 species of butterflies. Just in Baton Rouge, wow. East Baton Rouge Parish. So imagine all the other bugs that are here. But anyway, so the coloring book will just help to express not only uh, the student drawings, but some of the biodiversity of this very special place. Okay. So we're we going to be going out and finding some dirt and digging in it. And I sure hope so. Scrubbing up some leaves <laughs> and seeing what we find. Yes, that's the idea. We're going to make bug nets and we'll um, be going on hikes here right right in the green okay. space, right yeah. in the green corridor. And see what kind of birds we can see and insects. And I'll be bringing lots of different fossils to share and show. Okay. Yeah. Sounds like it's going to be tons. I might need to. I might need to go to Art Explosion Camp this go round. <laughs> we'll see you there. It's going to be great. <laughs> Sounds like it. Sounds like it. So, um, one more time, Brandon, tell us a little bit about uh, how how if somebody wants to get information about your nature preserve, 
And um, Okay. Just look it up online. We're actually on April 15th. We're going to have something really fun. It's called a Bio Blitz, and it's 24 hours. It starts at 6 in the morning, and we're going to have teams of scientists and naturalists leading field trips the whole day to look for every bird and bug and insect and fish, salamander, everything that lives on that 25 acres. Oh, wow. And cataloging it. And then in the middle of it, we're going to take a break and have a crawfish boil, and a band called Sweet Crude is going to play. Okay. So it'll be a chance to kind of, and then people can camp, and then there'll be music. And so to look it up, it's, um, it's we're in Sicilia or Arneville, and we're called Atelier de la Nature. Atelier, which stands for studio yeah. or workshop. So it's basically nature's workshop okay. in French. And so we're on Facebook, but we've also got a website. Okay. That sounds like fun, too. <laughs> Well, come to both. <laughs> I might have to. I might have to. And uh, again, Art Explosion is going to be the starting the Monday after Easter, that whole week, Monday through Friday. Uh, it's, camp starts at 8 and ends at 3, but we do have early drop-off for those of you who have to be at work at 8 o'clock. And then we have late pickup till 5. So uh, you can get information on Art Explosion at Arts, A-R-T-S, br.org uh, also happening later today at two o'clock at the uh, plaza in front of the Shaw Center for the Arts is the first version of spring 2023's Sunday in the Park the band after eight is going to be playing and uh I have heard them before. They are fabulous. They have a huge following. So it's going to be tons and tons of fun. It's the kickoff. Instead of our normal two-day Ebb and Flow Festival this year, we have expanded it into a community-wide showcase of a plethora of events all throughout the month of October. Of April, you can get information on that on our also on our website, our Facebook, uh, Instagram, and there are going to be uh, flyers all over downtown Baton Rouge, out and about. We're dropping them everywhere we can that list like sixty something events going on in the month of April. It is like crazy, and they are all over the map. There are gala fundraisers, there are outdoor events, there's plays, there's concerts. It's just a if you say there's nothing to do in Baton Rouge, we might have to hit you because there is tons of stuff to do and we love to do it in the spring here in Baton Rouge. So I appreciate you joining us, Brendan. It was a pleasure. Oh, thank you so much. I'm looking forward to, to Art Explosion. It's going to be fun taking a peek and seeing what you guys are going to be doing. It's going to be fun. Uh, you, remember, there are, there are scholarships available for that, so please uh, don't let that be an impediment to you You're getting your children signed up for Art Explosion Camp. And we thank you for joining us this morning, and we'll see you next Sunday. 